sensor. Well, now we're recording. recording. It's yeah. so thing I checked. <laughs> oh All I was just going to say that is awful. That... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Indistinct Chatter. <laughs> uh, I'm Tanner. I'm, I'm Blood. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, start over. Oh, Welcome about to any. Indistinct Chatter. <laughs> I'm Tanner. Uh, I'm Vlad. I'm Austin. I'm Griffin. And this is our show. Uh, on this show, we really don't know uh, what it is yet. Y'all are going to find out the same time we do. Um, we are four homies who haven't really seen each other in a minute. So we wanted to bring our conversations to a wider audience because they're pretty damn weird. And that's the fun part about this. Speaking of which, Griffin, you've been sitting on something for like a week now? Yeah. Well, a okay. nuclear warhead in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I got the codes in my back pocket. But I don't know. Before, before I even drop the real topic, I feel like it's... Uh, Worth noting, Tanner, you said that uh, we haven't seen each other in a minute. Um, for myself, I haven't even seen some of the gentlemen in this. Oh podcast. yeah, so yeah, yeah, true. So we, you know, we play video games together, but I've never even met Griffin. Or yeah, I don't think Vlad has either. So no, I haven't. The way it goes is Tanner and I, we are buddies from like way back in middle school. Um, like we we went to the same place back in. You left in like the third grade, right? Yeah, I left young. I moved and and yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Griffin and I were homies from not even middle school, like elementary school. And yeah. then I became friends with uh Vlad and Austin in California. And we just like really started just mobbing together. And then uh we were playing video games. I don't even know how I introduced Griffin in. It was just I do one know day how we were there. Yeah, it's because uh one day um you and i i think earlier in the whole quarantine our poor excuse of the quarantine rather um we started playing gta a little bit here and there but then um i was like the ex-girlfriend uh the crazy ex-girlfriend and i was watching that it said that you were online with other people um and one day you invited me to the party and it was these two gentlemen amongst a couple I do of remember others. that yeah, yeah. Actually, and then i do we, remember that. yeah it wasn't yeah was and then you know what's funny I think I followed Griffin on on Instagram before that. I was going to say, Instagram yeah, was my introduction to him. And so, so we've always known of each other. Yeah, I didn't know. And then he came in the chat and I was like, this man has a deep voice. I wasn't expecting this. Because like, I'm a big dude and I don't have as deep a voice as people think. And mm -hmm. so I was like thinking like, oh, like he's like me. He doesn't have as deep of a voice as I would think. And then, you know, he came in and he was like, yo, what up? It's Griffin. And I was like, oh, okay. Young Jesus on the mic. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so we don't even uh, really know each other for the most part. But you know what? That's besides the you know, point. That's a great thing about today's world. You get to know each other without meeting each other. Exactly. The world's so small. Yeah. We play Red Dead together, and we get cat. We cowboy up. Red Dead. Yeah, we get to last one. <laughs> but I say to the topic at hand, I, uh, as Tanner was kind of saying, I dropped the seeds of a real nuclear bomb on you guys last week. Um, just so you guys got to thinking about it. Um, I asked the question, could we ever have a real life Thanos? That's uh, all he gave us. He didn't yeah. give us any other, any, any other information. I guess to expand on that is 
my whole thought process is, and I love that this is already such a nerdy start. It's like, oh, we're getting into comic books and Marvel, but yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, damn right. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, we're coming out all, uh, all, all swinging, whatever. Um, but yeah, so my whole idea is basically, um, I'm sure you guys have noticed it as well. So many other people in the world notice that in so many of the Hollywood movies that we see these days, there's always the character that wants to go and just destroy all of humanity, right? Uh, mm-hmm. They're just, for regardless of whether they're reasons, I mean, let's face the facts, most of them are really crap. If we use another Marvel movie as an example, if I remember correctly, that dark elf in Thor was just trash. He didn't really have motivation. He's just like, yeah. human bad, get rid of him. Um, and that seems to be like every character ever. I mean, Idris Elba's character in Fast and Furious, do you remember his motivation for wanting to kill half the- No idea. No. Exactly, yeah. It's almost always <laughs> half-baked. However, every once in a while you get a villain whose motivations are perfect. They, uh, everything they do is absolutely justified and they make sense. Um, and I think Thanos is a great example of that where Thanos' whole thing is there are just too damn many of us at the end of the day. And there's a lot of problems that can associate with that. And that's something that uh, people talk about all the time in the real world. We see unfolding all the time. Um, there's just intense wage gaps and there's way too many people here. We're getting really close to an overpopulation. That's what's going to lead to just an ungodly amount of uh, poverty, disease. I mean, all, all kinds of uh, ridiculous things. Um, worse resources. Homelessness. Yeah, you, you, hunger, world hunger is only going to get worse. And so the question is, not necessarily do we think that there's going to be a man who comes out of the universe with six magical stones to make us go away as much okay. as it is. Do you think there's ever going to be some kind of global reckoning um, that, I don't know, attempts to reverse all of our screw-ups thus far? I guess before we talk about like the, I, I here's the thing, right? So there's like Endgame Thanos and there's like Infinity War Thanos. And it was like, totally he, different came, characters. he came with a good idea, right? And this is what always, I think this is what faults, like what, leads to the faults of like the characters and why it's like you can still feel good for the good guys kind of like just letting the the normal be normal even though like these probably these people could probably end world hunger you know it's you know captain america and tony stark could easily end world hunger and all over the you know galaxy but i think what happens is he says he wants to erase half of all life doesn't he not half of all yeah so it's like then we're back to the same problem because it's like we don't have enough crops we don't have enough animals you know what i mean so it's like you're he's just causing the problem on a smaller scale he's not fixing the problem that's true okay so i actually never thought about that because people all the time are like we need a new plague and it's like yeah but the plague isn't gonna affect the people who are responsible do you think that like making space is that essentially what he's doing because not all ends up in the same spot though like no matter what you do and that's the whole idea with like there's too many of us on on earth he's just denying the inevitable yeah like earth isn't earth was never like (laughs) able-bodied to sustain the amount of people that we have now and inevitably like not in our generation and not in the generation to follow but maybe the one after that or who knows further down the line inevitably it'll be too much for earth to handle and another this ties into like an even bigger conversation of where human history derives from and like what we know is the origins of our human history there's a very good chance that like our snippet of our history followed one that existed where people were doing the exact same thing and oh, theorizing yeah, re- and talking and then that got wiped out to the point where no one's alive to talk about it um this man's been I, playing assassin's creed no i there's just a coworker of mine that we we kind of have these talks and it sprung from our conversation of like the way christmas started and how the the idea of like christmas has Sanalia. completely evolved in the last hundred years 
it didn't even used to be on the same day like obviously now it's much more of a commercial and like um I, it's it's more of a holiday that relies on the actual material aspect of it but like the idea of christmas there may not even be someone alive that remembers what christmas christmas used to be and even Christmas. if they are, you know, Christmas. Crim- <laughs> so it's the same. It's the same thing with human history. Like, there's a good chance that our snippet and like everything that we know with our history is only, you know, for the last however however many thousands of years. Like we know back, but there could be a before that that, and there might be an after where even everything we've known and our our whole reality gets wiped out, and then we start over. So I, I just think, I don't know, it goes into the I could old, see, I could see where somebody who's powerful enough would be like, this is how we fix the problem. And they like create a paramilitary group and they like, just yeah. like do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Whether again, whether or not like that's, that's the problem, right? Is the people who are, who are responsible for these plagues and are responsible for um, global warming are never going to have to truly pay for their sins. Cause it's like, you ever seen the movie Elysium? They just leave. Like the, the yeah. billionaires, yeah. they just leave. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, you guys are the ones that are responsible. You should have to stay here and they pay for your society. Sins. And it's like countries that are uh, majority black and brown, poor, poor countries are going to be the ones who are going to actually be affected by this stuff. And right. that's why it's like when you see these people on social media, I got in this argument with the guy on in, uh, Instagram because he was like, we need a new plague. We need to get rid of a lot of people. And it's like, yeah, but we need to get rid of the people who are responsible for this shit. Not like, yeah. A bunch of black and not brown just anyone who, they're yeah. like a bunch of people who live tribal lifestyles or whatever that are in the pacific that have no have given nothing to this mm-hmm. and even us it's like you know i think uh the capitalist society we live in we live in has created this way to make us feel ashamed for like the way we live our lives when ultimately driving a dodge truck isn't affecting the environment <laughs> nearly as much as sponsorship yeah nearly not sponsored we're not sponsored by dodge we're not sponsored by dodge i said it because griffin drives a dodge yeah, but um, griffin is in fact sponsored by dodge but it's like <laughs> that stuff that we do not recycling when every single time when we're supposed to isn't affecting the planet nearly as much as like coal factories like right and so us reducing our carbon footprint is not going to do anything yeah. even if we all do it you know, it's which like, is impossible. Yeah, and so like yeah. that's the whole thing where it's like Thanos, if he was smart, he it did wasn't he like a a diplomat or some shit? Wasn't he like or something? Uh, I don't know. He was like a soldier. He should have seen the writing on the wall and been like, you don't you don't I guess we'll destroy everybody. Yeah, I guess because he's gonna be in the show, but you don't destroy everybody. You don't just like you know rock paper scissors half of all people by mm-hmm. chance it yeah. has to be like a concerted effort if you're really trying to do the right thing but ultimately like you can't really hold anybody so what you're know. saying is so he should have snapped tony stark away no this is what he should yeah he should have gotten the guillotine <laughs> and been like come on in jeff bezos i mean the whole idea resolution i think the idea was that it was unbiased that but yeah. like you know there's so many villains that are like that and then there are villains who aren't. Marvel has a perfect counter to that, which is Zemo in Civil War, where he's mm-hmm. not biased. His whole thing is to attack Zemo superheroes, you know? Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, like, he's right. Like, even Vision in that movie talks about, like, our very existence incites stronger foes. It's yeah. the idea, it's the... We dropped a the, country uh, on... We dropped a city on top of a country. Well, that's the, and it's our... And, and we you know who was it. doing that? Yeah. Fucking Ultron. Because he even yeah. said, he was like, in order for there to be peace, we got to take out the Avengers too, because you guys yeah. are part of the issue. Yeah, because like, yeah. if you guys didn't exist, people wouldn't. Ultimately, yeah, so like, Ultron's a good guy. Well, but it's I mean, escalation. 
There's so many cuts the dude's arm off. That's all it when is. he cuts when he cuts uh what's Wall? his name's arm off? Shing-ing. That shit's yeah. tight. Yeah. Alfred. See, I feel like that um damn, all right. I totally lost my train of thought. Never mind, keep going. That no, superheroes no, no, shouldn't exist. Oh wait, no. So uh, okay, with Zemo? regards to like Ultron and um Ultron and Scorsese. Vision. The, I mean, they talk about how. Oh, no, not Martin Scorsese. They yeah. talk about how they're um, two sides of like the same what? coin. I thought I could have sworn I heard. Uh, Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Because he said no more superheroes. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys recall, um, Ultron. God, we're really getting nerdy already. Um, Let's do the, the, it. Welcome to the <laughs> one millionth and five hundredth Marvel cast. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they, they were created for the same reason, um, like with the same goal of having like an AI that can handle some of this kind of stuff. Except mm-hmm. um, uh, Vision was the good version of that, and Ultron was the bad version of that, right? And so my thing is like, and then this could start to touch on the whole idea of Star Wars as well. We're just getting really into it of oh, where yeah, go, the Jedi are peacekeepers. <laughs> but then, then I have a less nerdy conversation, like away from comic books on the same note though. But yeah, like the whole idea of like keeping the peace. Yeah, one way to do it is get rid of all humans because at the end of the day, we are responsible for just about all the crap in the entire, I can confidently say all the crap in the entire world. But that being said, mm-hmm. Violence is a natural thing because, let I me mean, think about a wolf. They have to, at the end of the day, hunt a deer uh, in order so that the uh, the wolf can live. So, you, uh, so that the wolf can live. So you have a really interesting intersection of like your personal homeostasis um, to make sure that you are constantly in a state of peace, to make sure that everything you have is completely settled and squared away. But at the same time, that's always to a degree going to come at the expense of something else. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, there's a duality. There's something to be said about like how evolution works and how it's like this had to happen, like the way yeah, we mm-hmm. live, because it's like if it if it wasn't supposed to happen, it wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. it's faded. Humans yeah. come around. Right. And like these very intelligent uh, great apes come around. Our brains get really big. And the way we share information, we don't need to experience everything like mm-hmm. to have to share, you know, uh, intelligence and all that stuff. Right. But it's like we wipe out the planet and then we up ourselves out the planet's gonna recover that's the thing right is it's mm-hmm. like, i've been saying yeah. i've been healed. saying that forever yeah, yeah. so humans, we're not killing humans the aren't concerned with saving the planet they're concerned with saving yeah because because the human race. we're not gonna kill the planet well, yeah we're gonna of course kill we ourselves we're gonna make it uninhabitable yeah. and then life will continue without us because the, a, a fucking meteor hit the planet and killed the dinosaurs and we're still here yeah you know a little shrew, a little shrew went into a tree or whatever and came out and then now there's people allegedly so, Uh, allegedly (laughs) there Um, it is the start of the so it's like what would have happened if that didn't happen you know what i mean so it's like humans are human the existence of humans is a mass extinction event in a way because i mean there's more biomass on the planet now than there ever has been but ultimately we're killing off the diversity and so i like the whole idea behind like i guess it does make sense when you look at it that way but ultimately there still isn't a big enough di- a biodiversity in the universe galaxy whatever because he his snap was uni- was universe wide right yeah it's through yeah, all it reality. affected every yeah, anything and it, everything what did it affect okay to get into the multiverse did it affect the other universes we don't know yet that's probably what dr strange is going to be about is that oh, like God they're seeing that the snap affected other universe because i don't otherwise oh, no. i don't see why they would start getting involved with other universes that would make sense why cap comes back then because people are like oh Captain america's coming back maybe he'll travel with well he's rumored as like well that's a captain, captain hydra, hydra. Thing. yeah it's just rumored that chris oh, evans will okay. play like an alternate reality captain america i doubt that it. was like recruited but i doubt it too he's black so, superman 
Wait, wait, wait. Well, no. That, no. Black Superman is just no. a suit that he wears. He's Black Superman is Michael B. Jordan photoshopped onto the Superman costume <laughs> when they announced that they wanted to maybe make Michael B. Jordan Superman. So uh, I have a second question to continue the Thanos conversation. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like Austin was starting to go there. And this is a really interesting thing for me because I studied this kind of stuff. Wait, before uh, we get in into this, I'm so yeah. sorry. Can I interject with another question? Because I feel like this. Hey, speak is, your truth, son. This is a quick one. Mm. What's y'all's apocalypse plan? What kind of apocalypse? I have to know. Okay, based on the. Let's say, let's say the snap happens and you uh. survive, but, you know, maybe everyone you know doesn't. You like, what, what, what's dog. your plan? I just turned my PlayStation back on. Yeah, I'm thriving, my G. <laughs> no traffic. Yeah, that, that's not that dramatic, in my yeah. The opinion. snap, the snaps. No not traffic. That much. No, there's nothing but traffic because people got snapped mid-drive. Like this shit yeah, happen at two in the morning when the highways are open. Good, this shit happened in the middle of the day. That's a good point, dude. No, it didn't I'm happen the middle of the day because there's a world fucked. of days. Yeah, no, there's dude, a world there's, of days. Yeah, there's a world yeah, but it's, of days. It's, it's like your zones. middle of the day. You know what I mean? That's that's sort of the thing. All I know, I'm gonna be upset, obviously. Like, but what am I supposed to do about it? Yeah, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be upset, but I don't know. Rent's gonna go down. So I get that it like ruins the point of the question, but it's an impossible question to ask because you're. There's no way to prepare for, like Austin said, what kind of apocalypse? You don't know. Like any day, oh, like there's zombies that got planned. Like everyone's sure. always like the apocalypse. It's wait, the zombie. What's attack. your zombie like, plan? Well, yeah, wait, so, but before we get into the zombie plan, I'll say this: is <laughs> the 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 whole idea of the snapping is that what they dubbed it, or just the snap? No, it's just the snap. Okay, so well, and then apparently them coming back <laughs> is the blip. <laughs> the clap. Yeah. Um, hey, no, the, that's reserved for something is, else. <laughs> the thing about that is, I don't. It's a traumatic event, but I don't necessarily consider that an apocalypse because there's still 3.5 billion people in the world. You could still get just about everything done. But like right? the world as but, they knew it was over. Yes, but it's not. It's like one subway you know, that's I mean, closed. You you see as soon as Endgame starts, subway that restaurant or subway like service. <laughs> but yeah, and you dude, see that, in a hospital. You see that the life is still pretty much the same once Endgame starts up. Yeah, they have support groups and everything. Well, you it's move traumatic, forward, but it's not an apocalypse. But my thing is when it's a zombie apocalypse type thing where the world is actively continuing to uh, steamroll against itself and you have things that are trying to eat you, nothing's trying to eat you in the event of the snap. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a one second event that <laughs> is terrible, but it lasts. Yeah, you're bummed, but there's nothing you could do. There's How does that stuff do start? Like in like The Walking Dead, what's their excuse? In The Walking Dead, they don't know yet what, what started it. Um, There was a We're guy. like 11 seasons They're, not, they're they like nine know. seasons in and yeah. they so still don't the thing, know they go, how it they started. They go to the CDC and a guy there like tells them yeah. and he do, he doesn't, he he tells somebody and then the guy kills himself. So nobody, I guess nobody knows. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. And he yeah. did say that no matter how see, you die, you're going to become I've, a zombie as what, well. I've yeah, never, it's, a, it's some sort of virus. Every zombie movie I see, I'm like, why are you going to continue Oh my god, I'm so burpy. This is beer. The uh, bubble guts. Excuse me. Um, I every time I watch a zombie movie, I'm like, "What? Y'all defeated it. Y'all got through two hours of screen time past the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> now you have to go the rest of your life running from like doing the same thing all yeah. the time." I yeah. don't. Get so realistically, it. Me, in a zombie bullet apocalypse, bullet to the head. Swallow a bullet day one. But thank you. I mean, well, what? It's so. 
it depends thing, if you have right? something it worth depends on if you have something to like live maybe for. go yeah, for a week exactly. see how it is that's you know? the point yeah. of like the last of us is if you have something to finding live for, something to fight for of course but like say your whole family dies everybody you know i can't get in contact with you guys yeah i'm not gonna pull yeah, up to vlad's true. house because he's gonna have left so i'm just i'm like i'm not gonna be first of all if i'm by myself it's over i'm drowning myself i don't if i'm alone drowning yourself <laughs> drowning. yo i have a pool i can hear my pool but i'm just saying like <laughs> If if it's if I'm alone, not even gonna try, even a little bit, because I first of all I'm scared of the dark. I'm a 28 year old man. I'm scared of the dark, and I'm not afraid to admit it. That's fine. I I it. you know I just Same. I have enough survival skills to survive in like the wilderness, but I don't have enough survival skills to like survive that shit. I need help, and so it's like I have a zombie apocalypse plan if it's like everybody in my house is here all my homies are alive or whatever and they're like this is zombie apocalypse and they know it and it's on the news for a couple days because that's what happens in the walking dead so in the walking dead in episode one that you see he just wakes up because he was in a coma he got shot in the other series fear the walking dead they know for days and weeks like society is slowly it doesn't like crumble like in some movies it's just over well yeah it's, it's a slow burn seeing a little girl as a zombie right no he he was he wakes up in a hospital no, but like, like a giant the beard. cold open of the show, isn't it like him? Yeah, and oh, he's on a highway. Correct. In yeah, a, and in the, the cold car. open, he's on a horse, and there's like a zombie on a horse, girl and he blasts her. Yeah, he's on a horse. First episode, I thought he's like on a highway. No, that's he's a, on a highway on a horse. Runs the, uh, no, Vlad, what you're thinking, it starts on the horse, and then he sees the zombie girl, and he blows her brains out. He but gets then, off the horse. And then the title cards run, and then afterwards, you see you, kind of like the whole situation with him. Yeah, and then he wakes up in the coma. Yeah. yeah, and then you see what how I he got to the little girl. So, anyways, me neither. So just the they first. know it's coming, and like his buddy Shane, the guy who like sleeps with his wife, Gumbag. He on Baron Ball. He puts like a a medical like a a, a hospital bed in the way of the door so that the, yeah. nobody can get in, and he's just like, hope you figure like I, this is my last ditch to like try and help you. I can't wake you up. I'm gonna Survive, barricade this bitch. door. So, but he survives for like weeks. Um like on like uh life support and then he wakes up but mm -hmm. in the show like in the other one fear the walking dead they like no it's like days and days and days and they like live in their house and then all of a sudden the electricity goes out and like all of a sudden the police stop showing up but it's like a slow burn and i think in that case there might be like you feel like you have to keep going because you're like oh it's just over this hill it's just over this hill you know mm -hmm. oh society like oh everything's gonna be fine tomorrow tomorrow you know what i mean like you have to convince yourself of that but i think if you wake if i'm rick and i wake up in a hospital bed and i have a beard and long hair and i'm like you know malnourished it's there's nothing i'm doing man see i can't do it but he's a cop so you just talking about like watching it for weeks ahead of time um that just i don't know about y'all but really started making me think about coronavirus <laughs> because man we yeah, i mean we saw we it for a couple days yeah, we heard about it in December and it didn't really hit us here until March. March. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, nice. I remember I've told you guys about how I was in the Vegas for the factual attorney when um, everything like really went downhill. Um, and I remember like researching ahead of time. I was like, coronavirus, Vegas. And I think there were like three cases at the time in Vegas. We were vibing, dog. We didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, dude. It was no big deal. And February then 2020 two, was lit. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I was it's in our year. Yes. In February, was, yeah, that was sweet. Nasty at a club at, at oh, the end yeah. of February. And it was amazing. But then, yeah, just a couple weeks later, you're like, you, you're slowly hearing about this thing. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's going to hit us eventually, but it can't be that big of a thing, right? 
I guess that's how I guess that would probably be how it is. Yeah. But then if it's like there people are turning into flesh eating monsters and like eating your neighbors, it's a little bit different than like a virus that has like, you know, a relatively low death rate. And it's like the only thing is that it's super contagious. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. that's the difference versus there's a virus. And if this thing bites you, you immediately turn into a monster and you eat your kids. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a little different but yeah. the feeling the feeling of like that that impending doom is kind of similar you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i don't know i don't really Wait, what was i mean the I last guess... thing what was what, when was the last time y'all went out before corona it was working bro i don't vegas I was working. what do you mean like in general or like no like, like last time city? you like when like did something fun well i guess not just like out corona. and about but like the last time you like i went to this i probably went to like disneyland or no in like january or something for me, it was that one time at the club, it's called my, Playground, my... down in uh, Tucson, where I went to school. So that is technically the last time before coronavirus. But then in the early days in March, when it started hitting us and stuff started shutting down in March, wow. not all the casinos didn't completely shut down yet. So there was like a night where I was in a club with several thousand people. Um, yeah. And then I think it was the next day, everything shut down. Uh, but I mean, like we already we already yeah. knew that the coronavirus and they already canceled school. Uh, they already canceled the tournament and everything. But the casinos were still open for like another day. If that I was in March for you. Yeah, that's what that was mid March. Gotcha. Whenever uh, shoot, I can look up. It wasn't that crazy for me. I was like, I was in I was February, the... mid like in mid February. I was in New York, like upstate New York in oh, New yeah, York huh? City. And then like two weeks later, I came back and people were like starting to get sick and everything. Mm. Um, and then two weeks after that, everything closed. But I it got wasn't sick, that like, crazy. Because I, 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 I went sick visited, in December. I went and visited Austin and Vlad when I like either it was right before or right after I had like the flu. Well, I thought it was the flu. It very well could have been. Oh, that happened to a lot of us. That happened to you, oh, Austin, didn't it? Because that happened to me too. Dude, yeah, my whole my whole store, everybody that works at my at like my January store was that like happened. Where I was randomly sick, sick out of nowhere after mm-hmm. like a year plus of not being sick. I was sick for like a week too. It was like a week and a half. Like 10 days I was, I was but then i got actual bad. coronavirus so i don't know i don't know if i had I it before know. and then got it again but i had it you know last month but i was at in february i went to disneyland and it was lit went to black spire outpost it was sick mm. so I was did, I ever, did i ever tell you all about the time that i lost my sense of smell all of a sudden do you hit the you back of the head no i all of a sudden just um lost my sense of smell for like a really long time uh, maybe like probably six months or something like it was an uncomfortably long amount of time and six months it was so long dude you didn't it get it like so checked long. out or anything i mean i did but like everybody was saying oh i think you just have like a flu or something even though i'm like always a really healthy guy um and i didn't ever feel sick i just couldn't smell for a very long time and my girlfriend at the time she always be looking at me like giving me shit i mean she would also fart around me all the time which i didn't appreciate once i learned that uh <laughs> like she was taking advantage of uh uh what? a noseless wait, man what yeah she was wait, just, wait, wait, wait. Run, that back, run that back run that it back run that back so she was you say she was farting around you all the time I, I, you I, lost don't fart, dude. anyways <laughs> a fart is always sexy you feel me so i didn't have my sense of smell for a ridiculously long amount of time but then uh, one day, uh, my girlfriend and I, we were walking around after some event downtown and um, we're walking home and we pass somebody who's smoking a cigarette and I just go, oh, the cigarette smells like shit. And then I go, 
that cigarette smells like shit. Yeah, yeah like it finally hit me again. You run up and you inhale the smoke. Yeah, yeah, it smells awful. I grabbed a cigarette and put it on my nose. Like, oh, I was so happy. Yeah, I was so happy to finally smell again. It stinks. I knew you were gonna do that. I knew you were gonna say that. I was withholding from doing it myself. Yeah, no, it was the weirdest thing ever, like not smelling stuff. But I mean, that that was one thing that I did. Uh, did your taste get affected by it at all? I feel like I would treat that like a superpower and I'd be doing all sorts of crazy shit. No, nah, man, my I've taste thought was about that. Because hmm. as you all know, I am an extremely picky eater. And I have like said, if I got Corona, I would eat so much stuff because I couldn't taste anything. I would just maybe don't like maybe you'd fall in love with stuff too, but you never like maybe you the texture you would fall in love with or something. Well, I was gonna say maybe I'll really like the texture and then I eat it and I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever had. So Dude. here's a question then about losing your sense of taste, I guess, is um I'm really into hot sauces and I have the last dab, which is like their super spicy one from hot ones. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it would still you would still feel the effects of spice, right? What so- do you think? The way the way your tongue like translates heat and flavor to your brain is is like a like a sensation like it's a, it's almost like your brain thinks your tongue is on fire when it's hot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like think oh spicy is different than heat. It literally treats it like heat. So it's mm-hmm. not, it's so, not a flavor thing. It's a reaction. it's not. So it's literally like same thing with like mint and stuff. It's like that's why it feels cold. I mean menthol has a cooling effect actually, but like. Your tongue, like the receptors on your tongue, talk to your brain as if it's like your tongue is on fire. This is actual heat. And so I don't know. I actually have no idea. I know when when Chevelle lost her sense of taste, she said like spicy stuff wasn't a spice. Or when she lost her sense of smell, I guess she lost a little bit of her taste. Just spicy stuff wasn't a spicy. But Mm. Mm. I don't know. I guess we could try that out. Yeah, because I'm curious if it's like if it's on who? How isn't that isn't that little thing? You can't you buy those little berries that like make stuff not spicy. Well, that's different, I feel. That's different than a complete yeah. loss of someone's got to get Corona for the pot. I already had it, and I didn't lose my sense of taste or, or smell. Oh, right. I just feel like shit. See, yeah, yeah, just like lung that. problems, you know? <laughs> still, like a month later, I still can't breathe when I go up the stairs. It's sick. That sucks, man. Yeah, long haul, long haul trucker, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, should you I go had back? a second part. Yeah, I was a second say, part. should I go back to my uh, my second? I, I figured that we would take a break at some point, and I was just gonna hold that until we came back from the break. Why would you do we that? Came back? What the yeah, fuck was what that? the hell is that, dude? What? <laughs> like, well, it's a dice <laughs> roll. Not until we come well, back. But also, why does it make sense back. to come back after a dice roll? You're disgusting, huh? fucking weirdo. Well, also, do thinking... we? Yeah, do we need to take a break? Yeah, I was gonna no, say, go are we just trying to do an intermission or what? No, what's, what's, what's the second part of your question? It's just nice. It's just what's like, the second part? Like, of your anyone have to go to the bathroom so, or anything? All right, I gotta go to the bathroom, but I'm not a child. I can wait. Um, <laughs> so the second part of my question was, uh, and it sounded like Austin, you were starting to get close to this point. And the thing is, is like. I'm really interested into what y'all think about this because I kind of study this stuff in some of my classes, but the question of, let's call Thanos uh, and that event what it was, um, a genocide, right? Damn, get it. Say, say there was a politician who came out and- Thanos are canceled. What's, what's that? Thanos so is canceled Thanos for is genociding canceled. everybody. Thanos is canceled. I heard he said the N-word once. He's canceled. Get him out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so say there was some Poor politician- Poor blackface at a party in the 80s. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, so say there's Wait, that makes so much sense up. why he's after Tony Stark. Yep. Thanos watched Tropic Thunder and he's like, I'm he's pissed. Him. It makes so much sense now. Okay. <laughs> so, so say this politician comes up with this Thanos policies, and he's like, "Cool, we need to kill half the universe or half of the half the humans it's on Earth, policies. right?" Well, then the question is, how do you write the laws about how to legally decide who to kill and who not to kill? You genuinely can't do it. We're involving a legal system. Well, I mean, if there's a politician that does it, then it needs to be legal. If in some crazy universe this happens, Uh, it's like the purge. Like, the purge would never happen. How did Hitler do it? I don't know. Well, he looked at a specific group of people. Yeah. Is that what you're suggesting, Tanner? A specific group of people? Whoa. Whoa. Remember, buddy, you work in Hollywood. Whoa. No. I didn't say it. But if I I was, if I was going to say a certain (laughs) type of people... No, it'd be anyways. people who don't use turn signals. <laughs> okay, there you I'll go. That. Make it a make it a thing that they've earned their right to be on that. Yeah, yeah like the question the question is basically like I mean because th- that's the way that the law works at the end of the day. Is, this is just I mean, eugenics with extra thing. steps, here's man. The thing. What were you gonna say? say. No, it's just eugenics right. with extra steps. Yeah, it literally. You know, it's right. like a whole like breed out all the people who were indesirable, and it's like it's just gonna happen where it's just brown, black, disabled you know lgbtq people that's what's gonna happen if that ever if that ever happened because it's like these that's why they're protected groups because they get taken advantage of and so it's like oh kill the elderly kill you know people who are uh, i'm not saying they're undesirable i'm saying allegedly allegedly that they are that these type of people that would do this kind of shit would call mm-hmm. them undesirable you know what I mean? well i mean i think they're about great. it i think it also the stones more or less could just be if we're thinking of like real terms of like money in yeah. that the stones unlock a limited power we're like i don't think it would be a legal system way i think it would be if it would be taken the power would be taken be, from it the would people. be a very rich person i will not say a name but it will be a very rich person who will just send like fucking drones out or something like they won't they won't go through steps they'll like look at people be like okay we're just gonna take half of them out send out their little army or whatever and that's well, it. That's so a, then this plays into the thing in Winter Soldier more than Thanos. That's what they were trying to do in the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like Alexander, Alexander Pierce and like Hydra were literally trying to target people who were via actions that were themselves. like recorded mm-hmm. more than likely to become criminals. So they were judging people by their past to determine their future and mm-hmm. therefore targeting them as threats. Yeah, that's, that's literally that's what they did in, What's in the, thing? the Winter Soldier. They tried on a small scale and failed. Thanos did it and succeeded on a but, large scale. So the difference with that, though, is that they were using discrimination and targeting, and Thanos was doing it unbiasedly. Like, that's the whole difference. Like, that's the biggest difference about Thanos. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's this video I watched by this YouTube page called The Cut, and they had got seven Shout out The Cut. And they got seven millennials, and they were like, you guys have to decide who gets this thousand dollars. And if nobody can decide, nobody gets it. Right. Mm. And the episode previous to this one, Cody Co actually did like a reaction to this. And um, the episode before this one was high schoolers. Right. And of course the high schoolers are smarter than the millennials because, you know, Gen Z young people are very smart. I'm a millennial. I can say that, but mo- the millennials were like trying to like get these sob stories and the high schoolers were just like, there's no moral way to do it. Play rock, paper, scissors like have a handstand contest like mm-hmm. you can't because you you there's no moral way to do it because everybody's issues or problems or whatever are just as valid as everybody else's regardless of how big you think they are mm-hmm. and so it's like they voted 
they voted the white guy off first, which you know would Hell of yeah. course happen. I would do but it's like, Shut up, <laughs> but it's but it's like his his thing was like he was a he was a um uh a counselor at a at a summer what's it called a uh getaway summer thing camp? what's it called summer, summer camp, camp. oh man i'm getting old <laughs> it was a he was a counselor at a summer camp for kids whose parents have cancer and have died of cancer and how did he get voted off first how one of the girls there was like oh i need money because i can't sublet my apartment during a pandemic and it's like duh you go first too yeah. bad you have an expensive apartment that sucks but like this guy's trying to help kids man so it's just like you know, there's no moral way to do it regardless because you can't decide whose problems are worse than others or like who right. deserves it more. And that's because that's how you get, you know, the Elysium thing where it's like only rich people get to go to this place where they have these beds that cure cancer and like it's perfect up there and they mm-hmm. keep us down here by literally killing us. Like how that's 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 the way we're going in the future. Like definitely that because that's the whole thing. It's like, oh, we, we're running out of room. People can go to Mars. Imagine what Mars is going to be like if you can afford to go to Mars it's gonna they're gonna have so many things that people here need that don't that they don't have access to because it's just gonna be billionaires on mars so here's another thought when you were bringing up elysium earlier i was thinking to myself i mean one thing that's like the nature you always hear the whole idea of history repeating itself and i mean frankly the nature of capitalism and soccer all the time is like uh exploitation and just running things into the dirt until there's nothing left right if there is an Elysium and you have a bunch of um, hypothetical Beth Jezoses on uh, some like floating fortress in the sky, um, do you think that they're going to create their own uh, earth on there again, where they oh, accidentally, because well, no, I'm still... saying like, do you think they're going to accidentally just really screw everything up again by, yeah. I mean, just keep once they, production? once they finish raping earth. Yeah. Which will be, you know, it's human nature. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's literally it's, inevitable. Yeah half these people aren't being like held accountable for the the shit that they're and that's what i was saying about right now like they don't even know half these people don't even know or have the slightest idea what they're actually doing which is the craziest part of it all Mm -hmm. well you know what's the worst part is that they do know what they're doing and they don't care Oh yeah, they're like, oh, you're destroying the Arctic. The ice is melting. The Great Barrier Reef is dying. Because they, like, they're on a they make money, dog. Because they're unaffected. Yeah. They don't give a yeah. shit. Yeah. And until once it affects them, they're just gonna leave the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's they'll never be held accountable. So it's the same. I mean, that this has nothing to do with Thanos. Because again, that would so the way Thanos did it is the only moral way to do it is mm-hmm. by it's completely, completely random. Boom. That's the only way because like once you get into like picking and choosing, you know, you're left with like everybody's internal, everybody's biases are going to come out. So with that being said, going back more or less to Griffin's original question, do you think that there could ever be a real life? You know, what's crazy is I situation. We can't can't put it on one person really. Well, okay. So the possibility, but it, it just depends of when, like the possibility is totally there and it always will be. But the question is like, will it happen during our lifetime? Personally, I'd say I doubt it. Oh, um, no. You know, Does would it, it happen if you feel like you're standing at the end of the world? But you know, what's well, crazy is that like, they always say that about like, they, you know, how they conflate Hitler to like current, like current politics. And it's like the way he gained power was mm-hmm. le- fully legal. He like went the legal path. And he was, it was super easy for him to do it because he just was, it, all he had to do was convince the right amount, the right group of people who are just barely 
our brains are turned a certain way and then boom 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 and then it just it's it's a domino effect and like we see it with the way that americans are uh you know like radicalized and like brainwashed it's like it's so easy because you just convince us like oh if you don't do this you're not you're not a you know you're not a patriot and then it's like oh oh, i'm a patriot oh you don't want to get your country back you know kick the brown people out and unless if you don't do that you're not a patriot oh i'm a patriot i want to do that and so as as crazy as it is to think that this couldn't happen during our lifetime if people yeah if people I just don't think it would. let it it could yeah i don't think it would i don't i no, mean it I don't absolutely think could. the possibility is always there but the, the issue is it's it that begs a bigger question of what would come first a real life thanos or the actual inevitable end of the human race as we know it in our in our own snippet of what is existence yeah. and, and think, like it's an impossible tell i think by the time we've gotten desperate enough to be like we need to kill half of half of the people it'll be too late because the way the way humans are like for pack animals it's like we regardless if you hate somebody or not or if you feel like their existence is weighing you down if it comes to the point where it's like we are so low on resources that we need to kill half the people mm-hmm. it's good there's gonna be so few of us that it's like we're not gonna be able to do it it's we're, mm-hmm. it, we're too we're too wired to like care about an individual if they're right there in front of you if they yeah. said we're to kill half the people you need to shoot that guy in the head you're not gonna be able to do it i mean See, some people could but most people wouldn't be able to and I mean, maybe this is very tangential. Uh, it probably is very tangential, and I'm off of one beer. <laughs> you know, I'm buzzing. Um, but, I mean, that's something I think is, like, really interesting about um, just government in general. And, hey, frankly, this t- uh, touches a little bit on Marxist theory. <laughs> but, um, I mean, uh, to skip to the end point of the Communist Manifesto is Karl Marx basically just says that no government's going to work because – uh, you're putting laws. Um, you're putting laws, which is inherently uh, something based on logic, on something that's illogical. Like the fact that life exists on this planet is incredibly. Just that is. I mean, we know of how many planets, how many solar systems, and we haven't found life once. The odds of any kind of life existing, let alone intelligent, is so ridiculously small. Why try to put something logical on something illogical, right? And I bring this mm-hmm. up to say, I think that so many of our hardships. Uh, worldwide, but I mean, it's really coming to a head in this country, um, especially with regards to our coronavirus response or lack thereof, is the fact that a government is established basically with the intention. I mean, what does our constitution say? By the people, for the people, or whatever. Um, it's a government's whole idea is to protect all of the rights and life of all the people that reside within this artificial wall, the borders of the country. But at the same time, we don't actually stick to that because if this country did, if any country did really care about um, the life of all the people that live Ooh. inside of it, then America would have an absolute complete shutdown. They would be given us, I mean, look at how places like Australia and New Zealand have handled uh, their coronavirus, right? Where they shut everything down and they pay people to stay home and they really heavily prosecute the people who go out and screw around. The problem is that you have all of these politicians who are saying, yo, we care about you we're going to make sure you're okay. And now we have however many hundreds of thousands of people dead because they don't actually, you know what I mean? Just the massive cognitive dissonance of it all. I think that's the biggest problem and why there's so many bubbling spirits of anger. Cause I mean, now you have people on the left who have been decrying how terrible our government is with regards to like black lives matter and all that kind of stuff. But people on the right who are decrying politicians because they think the election was rigged and all that kind of stuff. 
the only thing that's unified us as of late is that we hate the government, right? And I mean, I guess, I don't know, that could simply go back to the fact that uh, uh, the government is failing on all fronts. I don't know. I kind of lost myself yeah. at the end there, but that me that uh, remember what I said. It's like that stupid meme where it's like the black dude and the and the white guy, and he has like the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. Like that's legitimately what they're afraid of, and that's why yeah. they can keep. That's they they continue to keep us make they make us divide ourselves. And it's mm-hmm. like that meme is stupid and it's silly, but it's also true in that it's like if we teamed up with if, if every of all the poor people locked arms us style and wrapped mm. around the planet it's like but what are they gonna do like nothing man. you know it's like you can't so it's like that's why they keep us down yeah you know they put fluoride in our water to to uh to calcify our pituitary gland or what's open it called third eye open your third, open eye. Your third I'm eye. eye this this <laughs> dove way more political than i was expecting this time. no it's okay dog well that, that I mean, ties into like the so the the biggest hurdle of the locking arms method is is the fact that you need to get people to do it yeah yeah and that's yeah. that's yeah. always the biggest hurdle that i always and they've divided us for hundreds of years because yeah. well, it, even... it um it's that like lyric in hamilton where he's like hamilton's talking to washington and he's like we need to broaden our strokes or whatever and washington's like no folks. you need to con- you need to convince, you more, convince folks. more folks yeah mm-hmm. and it's like that's always i don't know i always bring that up in a lot of things like going way back to the global warming thing or recycling or pollution like there's always the conversation of making your own your own contribution right and and if you believe in it do it Personal but then there's the it's 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 pessimism but it's also the realism of it that it's going to be impossible to solve it and every little bit counts but there's too many people that won't do it and too many people that won't believe in it and those are the that's the problem and the biggest hurdle of of solving things like that whether it be government too like arguably everything that we know is because of the own institutions that we've you know created over the years um so if we're if we're it were to vanish like next week let's say all governments fall it'd be in in like total chaos and yeah everything would sort itself out eventually we're survivors that's human like the human race to a t like that's the whole purpose selfish and like survivalism but everything is created and that's kind of like the norm of it and so i think as much as there's issues a lot of them i don't know there's a lot of like light that comes out of that stuff too like a lot of the good things that we know are because of the bad things that we know and that plays into the whole peace thing like if there was yeah you peace, get to see what like true human nature is through like terrible yeah. shit <clears throat> i don't know people always talk about like peace and i always bring up a very like poetry version of it where it's like well pe- like there is no peace without war um like if we actually if there was world peace or if we solved world, like world hunger i guess world hunger is a different tonic topic but if we ever like had world peace, it wouldn't be peace because there wouldn't be war and peace is only peace because there is war. And that plays into the duality thing that we talked about way back. Like you need both sides to it. It's just a matter of uh, moderation as everything is, but there has to be a duality of it. Like there is a yin and a yang, you know, there's tween law, like avatar reference. Like there's always, it has to be a like Anakin and Darth Vader. Ah, but that's a balance. But that's that's a perfect like reference. Avatar: Last Airbender. There has to be the two koi fish. There has to be a perfect flow of them swimming around each other. Otherwise, you know, everything goes dark. What do y'all think is the greatest song ever made? Oh wait, are we back? See, that's hard, right? What? Yeah, we're back. But like sonically, no, like like of all the things. Like all uh, through yeah. like every category, just think about like what. In There's your, no way to judge it objectively, though. 
No, we're talking subjectively. Right, but then that's going to be... I don't know. No, yeah, like, so what do you think is the best song? What do you think is the greatest song ever made? Man, I think I'd have to have five. Can I have, can I have a, a Mount Rushmore four? Okay, what's your Mount Rushmore greatest songs ever created? Your Mount Rush four? It just plays into what are your four favorite songs. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So my first song was uh, Frontin' by Jay-Z featuring Pharrell. Or if it's Pharrell Williams featuring Jay-Z. Don't get that mixed up. I'd have to say, now I'm going to throw a curveball here because you guys are going to think I'm going to say Africa by Toto. But it's Hold oh, the Line Hold the Toto. Line. Hold the Line's a better song. Oh, wow. So much better, dude. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Hold the Line's that way better. That song rules. I, we've had this talk. And then I'd have, to go, I'd have to go with Click by Good Music. That song is Click ridiculous. Boom. Click. Go back and listen to Click and just no, the I know quality it's a good song. It's a good song. Raps, I just wouldn't put it on the, my Mount Rushmore. The quality of the raps in that song are insane. If was it, it wasn't high? that, it would. That's good music. That's like Kanye. Oh, uh, it's Kanye, uh, Big Sean, Big Sean. Yeah, I don't push know a that tea. one. Push a T. And then like Pretty Young Thing or like uh, Rock with You, Rock with You by uh, Michael Michael Jackson. That's a good song. See, for me, I oh, the reason I didn't know what you were talking about, Austin, when you said click is because I was thinking click like click click like on a mouse. So like click like, the 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 greatest movie ever made, click. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Um see, I, I don't know how to answer that question, Tanner. Uh, and that's because I'm a nerdy piece of crap where I don't seek out songs. Like I don't make playlists anymore. The only time I listen to music is if I'm listening to an entire album. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's how I am too. I'm an I album. to entire story. albums. Yeah. I don't, for, to the Play point where I almost movie. never listen to um, singles when they release either. Cause I want to hear them in the full album. So I don't know, but my attempt to answer your question in a kind of different way is I think there's a special place Man. for um, like really good instrumentals in the world because oh, yeah. um, like I, I'm going to use EDM as an example. I used to like EDM and then I grew up, my balls dropped and uh, I hate that genre more get than fucked. anything. Yeah. Get beamed, get beamed, get beamed. I mean, one thing I'll maintain about EDM is the ability for a genre that is basically entirely lyricless to have it still be able to like create a journey in your mind and be able to like take you to certain places. That is something that's really skillful. You, cause EDM is a mostly lyricless genre. That's the reason I'm bringing it up. But I also listen to, uh, I always talk to you guys about the Knife Wonder beat tapes, the Zion albums. He's able to take you to crazy places on just one minute long beats uh, or Jay Dilla's Donuts where half of them are only like 37 seconds long um i don't so i i mean i can't i can't necessarily answer your question of like the best song ever but i think that if you have an instrumental that's able to take you to one of those higher planes and mm. open your chakras then that's better than damn near any song have, have you ever like taken time to listen to like a lot of jazz like long form jazz music i can't get into jazz that much like, Col uh, like coltrane yeah i was gonna like, say uh, coltrane yeah. duke I, the closest thing to that I can get, and I guess you could consider a lot of his stuff jazz, is Gil Scott Heron is one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, the two, the main songs that he's known for are 
first off, home is where the hatred is, but also the poems, the revolution will not be televised. Who's survive will survive in America. Who will survive in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are his big three. Um, musically, that dude's a genius when he's not doing his poet stuff. And he has like a band that's with them that I don't remember their name off the top of my head. I think Blue's in their name. But for the most part, I can't really do jazz. It's just not my vibe that much. That's interesting because a lot of the a lot of the rap and the beats that you listen to are like definitely just jazz. You know like what it comes down jazz to though? percussion for sure. It's oh, absolutely. Jazz. I mean, it ain't hard to tell by Nas. That's like a perfect song. Damn near. I love that song so much. And it is just filled with trumpets yelling at you, but Wait, what song? I think it ain't hard ain't to tell hard by tell. Nas, but you don't like no. Nas. So, um, Hey, Whoa. Don't put that out there. You don't. You said that. I'm not you trying told me to that. get shot. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But no, I just <laughs> don't listen. Hey, I just want to. I just don't listen to Nas on the regular. Uh, that's I appreciate <laughs> and I respect the man. Okay, my thing is, <laughs> I think what it mostly comes down to is, um, I like a kicking. Uh, I like a good old kick and a snare that you hear in rap music. You know, so I listen to a lot of heavy jazz soul samples. Yeah, the boom bap. I listen to a lot of stuff that has the heavy jazz samples to it. Um, but a lot of times I listen to the jazz and I can hear what's going on there and i can appreciate it but i don't know i need the the heavy like alfredo jazz album amazing jazz album it's i don't know about jazz album no it's a jazz rooted album yes yeah you know it's a jazz rooted album is pieces of a man by um what's his name mick jenkins and it's actually named after pieces of a man by gil sky heron and the whole album is Mick just doing his best Gil Scott impersonation. And that album's pretty jazzy. It's pretty cool. Griffin, do you, and this isn't me coming for you, or it is, do you, I feel like I've asked you this before, but I am, do you listen to anything not hip hop and or rap? All the time. I, yeah, I thought I've talked about that. I listen to country I was going to say, we talk about country with him. Hell yeah, yeah. dog. No, I, I mean, I think that there, I don't think there's a better genre than hip hop out there. And I think that hip hop can do absolutely everything you need it to whenever you want to. If you want to cry, you can have some really sad jazz. If you want to assault somebody, there's plenty of that kind of stuff. Like there's, I mean, uh, oh. my favorite, yeah, my favorite form of uh, every rapper, no matter how hard or soft they are, is their songs dedicated to their moms. All of those songs are the best songs that you will ever hear in the world. Mm. I think that there's nothing that's better than hip hop. That being said, I still listen to damn near everything else that there is. I said, hell, you'll even Fuck catch me listening know. to metal some days, brother. Slipknot, bro. Yeah, Slipknot's cool as hell. Sulfur by Slipknot. Yeah. The thing is, is I don't want I don't have as much of a vocab to describe a lot of other genres. Uh, as I do with hip hop, but that doesn't mean I don't love them. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vlad? Yeah, I don't know all the subgenres of metal. It's like thrash metal, crash metal, sludge exactly. metal. And I'm like, yeah. sludge metal rules. I know that, but I don't know shit sludge about Sludge metal? Like, I love garage Dude, rock. Sludge metal? Sludge, sludge metal's like slow, like grimy. Like There's really, so many really... subgenres of metal. It's insane. So, like, yeah. think about like if you took like, if you had like a pedal for your guitar that made it like slow down to like 0.8%. So, like, you wouldn't get that smooth. It wouldn't be smooth. The note would be like, and it's like the whole song. Yeah, dude, sludge metal rules. Anyways, Vlad, go ahead. No, I, I no, can't. Vlad, what are your, what are your... <laughs> I literally can't answer that question. Like, at least not for so. Songs. Let's talk about. Let's talk about maybe who you are right now. Like in your so, life today, 
the, what are like what would you say me, is like the best songs well i mean my favorite song is hotel california and that's been the my song favorite most. song since i was like a little kid that's Absolutely. like my mom's song that's this like my song with her i mean you that right there is the hotel california vinyl framed that's um i love the like album the too i love eagles in general um and their music like resonates with me for the reason of i just grew up listening to them all the time and there's like a certain like level of bliss that their music brings me um i mean there's some songs that they make like witchy woman off their second album or a uh, victim of love off of hotel california that like those are more like proper rock songs they're not necessarily like the small ballady songs they have their i think it was their third album desperado um that album is like as country as they get but for me i i love albums more than like actual songs if i ever listen to a song i usually am listening to the album itself um so my favorite album i would i would arguably say my favorite album as of right now is like from start to finish i just listen to it and it's been for a while is awaken my love um but when i listen to a song off of awaken my love i don't just throw on Redbone or like throw on terrified i usually even if i do start with that if i'm like man i'm in a like a zombies mood i'll throw on that song and then i'll keep listening past it mm. um till wherever i get that's a thing that i do with the hamilton soundtrack like if i throw on my phone on shuffle for some reason instead of pick an album that fits my like current mood and a song off of the musical hamilton comes on i flip to the hamilton album and i'll keep listening from that song on until wherever until i get to wherever i go so if like i or anyone, but I send you songs all the time. If I send you a song, do you go back? Do you like save it and then go listen to the full album? Or do you just listen to No, I'll listen to just that song. But sometimes the song hits me in such a way that I'll download that album. Go through. And sometimes yeah. that album hits me in such a way that I then, I then go and like listen search that other. actual artist's like audiography. And I'll, that's how I've come to, uh, like across other artists. Like there's um, a group called Feng Suave. There's another art, uh, another group called City Park. Um, like they're just two examples of more alt style music. Alt J is a great example. Can I ask? And we don't have to keep this in the pod. Um, yeah. Where did you get the term audiography? That sounds so interesting to me. Um, I was thinking in this moment, like the way that my brain worked is I was like, okay, I know that I'm moving towards mentioning an artist's work, their body of work. And I was like, and so I thought of discography which I guess could have been what I, I could have used that word instead. But I, I basically was like, okay, I want to talk about a musician's discography or filmography, um, but I don't want to use either of those words. And so I was like, well, audiography sounds like that could work. So then I just said it and then I kept talking and then that was it. Um, and you can keep it, that in the, you can keep it that in threw the me so but, off, but I was like, yo, that's a, a slick word. For if me, it's not a real yeah. word, Vlad, Vlad just coined it. You know, it, it may not be a real word, um, and that's fine, but audiography. I do have three songs that I writing just thought sound. Of well, no, that... I, I guess audiography. Yeah, it's something, something about Indian filmmaking. It's an Indian style of which, filmmaking. Let's talk about Indian filmmaking, not to no, like take it please, away. Please, no, 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 that no. Rules. Dude, the hard cuts <laughs> and like the where they like go like. So, dude, dude Bollywood cuts so over and over are brilliant, dude brilliant um, but yeah just to close off the thing i i highly cherish like albums as a whole um so i guess if i had to do my mount rushmore of albums because i would pick albums as opposed in no particular order i would do awaken my love as as in like 
right now in this very moment. Mm -hmm. I would do Awaken My Love, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Random Access Memories. Um, so in that order, Childish Gambino, Kanye West, at Random Access Memories is Daft Punk. Daft Punk. And right now, I honestly want to throw the Weekends After Hours Deluxe out there because I'm really feeling that as like the album of last year. But there's so many, man, I can go through this. Like I'm on my phone right now looking at my playlist because I save, I use Apple Music, so it's a little different. And I have like playlists saved as their own thing. So whenever I'm like, oh, I'm in an Alt-J, an awesome wave mood, I go on awesome, like an awesome wave. Or like, man, I'm going to throw it back to high school me and ACDC's back in black. Let's go listen to that right now. That's you know? Well, Dude, I went to high school oh. in the 70s. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's a lot of great albums that I think tell uh, like an unabridged story. Some of them tell stories. I'd argue mm. uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy tells a story. There's a reason the first thing, like one of the first things you hear is can we get much higher? And there's a reason one of the last things you hear is applause. Like he, it's a very meta album. Vlad, have you seen so, Runaway? The 20 minute like film? The, no, I haven't. Yeah, no, Kanye, Ooh, Kanye oh, released a, a 20 minute short film with the album. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's not, it's obviously not the whole album, but it like, okay. it's, it's just part- Runaway. I think it's just Runaway and then like uh, Blame Game. Featuring no, Pusha T. Pusha T. It starts with Dark, dark Fantasy. Oh, yeah, because of the, 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 she's the asteroid. It, honestly, it has. You like, might think you peeped the scene, you like, haven't. <laughs> oh, God. That's Nicki Minaj. That took know, me so long to figure that out. That, that was Nicki Minaj. Oh, I could recognize her voice right away. No, sure. but that, her it's, verse on Monster like, is one of my favorite rap verses ever. Oh, yeah. It's one of, I know that, I'm, I'm a white dude. And no, it's no, you're no, right. No, no, no. That's a good verse. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. No, but it's like, I think it takes like 20 or 30 seconds from each song. Like, it's, it's, it's. I'll check it out. An album. It's really good. Do you know, know what I've one. always wanted to see, which I've never seen, and I don't think anyone has? Kanye made a film to go along with, I want to say it was Cruel Summer, and it starred Kid Cudi. Hell yeah. And it, like, took place, like, Kanye released it. He did it at, I want to uh, say it was Sundance. It was either Sundance or Cannes, but it was, like, in a specific theater that was shaped like a pyramid. And it was like all four sides of the like screen showed like it was this super like intense, like visual experience, but he premiered it. People fucking loved it. And then it just disappeared. So that's the thing that he's been doing then because he did that with Jesus is King. He had like a movie to go with it. Yeah, I never saw it. I thought you did. No, I was planning to. And then just the arc light. I didn't have you seen? Have you guys seen that, like in my love. that music video, um, the Kid Cudi Cage song? Uh, I forget the name of it. Maniac. Maniac. Have you seen the music video? Shia LaBeouf. Have you seen that music video? Yeah. Vlad. No, I. No, I used to Dude. watch the Day and Night music video for some reason on loop when I was. Dude, a kid, Maniac is insane. It's basically it's like insane. a short film. It's so good. Um, I won't talk about it because I want you to watch it. I'll check it Griffin, out. you said you had three more songs or three songs. Yeah, no, I I don't know if these are like my greatest of all time songs, but three oh, songs right that, now. Yeah, well, not even necessarily right now because I haven't listened to any of them in a very long time. But three songs that are just absolutely insane. Now that I'm thinking about it, go to uh, uh, a horse with no name by America, um, Free Bird, and Dreamer by Anderson Pack. Those songs are absolute heat, in my opinion, and damn near perfect. I wouldn't necessarily count them as my Mount Rushmore's, 
I, I probably would with Dreamer, but uh, you guys don't know a horse with no name. Mm-mm. No, the name uh, I've heard you say the name before, but I've heard the name song, of the song. I can't recall it off the top of my head. Absolutely insane. Think, I mean, it's very similar to Freebird in the fact that it's like kind of like a '70s rock ballad. And I'm gonna send it to the chat right now. Um, another song that's creeping up my list is "The Waters" by Anderson Pack, featuring yeah. BJ the Chicago Kid. Andy got so, a like, lot of bangers. I was like three, maybe like three or four years ago. That song came out like four or five years ago, right? uh five years because that's malibu yeah so three or four years ago i was thinking i could make music i have a decent singing voice i have friends who really good at music i could collab with tanner griffin is really good at right he can write and i was like we could figure this out obviously we didn't know you three or four years ago griffin but just you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i heard that song and music is supposed to have the opposite effect on you where it makes you want to make music i heard that and i was like oh i'll never make anything as good as this I'm never gonna make music. Oh, it's that's me such, all the time. It's yeah. such a good song, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just like every time I listen to it, it blows me away. Like it's just the first time I've heard it, and I'm just like, oh no, I'm good. Do you know what does that? I'm, Actually, same album, "The Bird" by Anderson Pack. The bird's that also guitar, great. Every time that guitar starts, I'm like, I can never make this. <laughs> okay, I can but never. But not make only that, this. and another one yeah. off the same goddamn album is um, "The Seasons Carry Me." The first yes. half with the just absolutely ridiculous ninth wonder beat, and then the Welcome second to half the Anderson totally Pack fan I was gonna say Anderson, Anderson Pack, Pack just... is amazing, man. And another Anderson Pack song I absolutely love so much. This is my second favorite song by him after uh, Dreamer is Trippy with J Cole. I'm a J Cole fan. Uh, but you didn't me, like that album, me, whatever. I did. I did not like that album. You're what correct. Was that off of? But I love that song. That's Oxnard. Off of Oxnard. I okay. love that album. That here's, was a here's great the thing, album. Is that's an album that I ended up coming around to because the way I look at it, and I mean, frankly, he's been pretty open about that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, allegedly, it's is a that, Dre album featuring Pack. It's a Dre album, exactly. I wanted soulful Anderson through and through because it's been years since he released anything. I hate that they tried to force him it, to rap. Exactly. He can rap, he can rap but yeah, don't force it. It's better than what most rappers will ever put well, out. Then you like days, Ventura more. I do like Ventura more. I mean, that being said, I still don't like it anywhere near as much as I do Malibu, which is just That's flawless. The, oh, yeah. Malibu's front to, I will front say, I loved Oxnard off the jump because it is a very cinematic album. Like it's, it feels like it a is. movie put on a soundtrack. Yeah, the and chase I think that's when it what starts he with was that 70s. going. Yeah, Dude, it literally starts with like a, a cold open. Like there's a yeah. at the beginning mm-hmm. of the album, and then it goes into this just like weird story. Like I just that's where that's where it got me. Like the first time I heard it, I like literally every song. I was like, I can see this like mm-hmm. opening a movie, or I can see this as a yeah. Yeah, that's where like the album took me. But then Ventura mm. was soulful as fuck. That just that that whole album is a vibe. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. So I I don't like Oxnard much, but part of the reason I love Trippy so much is I mean I think it has just a very a very perfectly meticulously crafted um, uh, production to it. And I mean you guys know that I'll sit for J Cole to the ends of the earth and his verse on that album on that specific song. Uh, I mean, that's damn near his song in my book. And he just absolutely slaughters it for however many bars. So, Oh, well, that's like literally any song featuring Young Thug is is featuring. It's a Young Thug song. Yes. Yeah. Without it. Maria. I'm Dude, dr- that's like Sean Paul. Travis Scott. I know this is completely <laughs> left wing. <laughs> no. What? 
Yeah, every Sean, I've noticed that Sean Paul's songs oh, aren't as good as songs that Sean Paul's featured on. Oh, no. He's no. a feature artist. You want to know who's the ultimate feature artist, in my opinion? Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign's really high up there, but I think Ty still has decent solo work. I think um, Absol. Oh, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, because every time I hear... I've, I've tried listening to some of his albums, and every time I do, I want to throw my head through a window pane. Um, but every time I hear a feature and you just hear in the background, so I'm it's just fun. so high. He just, well, that's he's like, more, he like fits the black hippie, like the black hippie term. It's like, it doesn't fit like, uh, any of the other rappers. Like they're like, Oh, we're black hippie. This is a group. Like it doesn't fit you guys. It no. fits Absol only. <laughs> like he's a black hippie. So when he gets on, I think he really gets on tracks where he's like, doesn't have to like put it on an album. He just goes nuts. Yeah, mm. I, I agree. Well, that's like in my, I think like 20, 2014 through 2016 Drake. I feel like his features, Ooh. fucking great. All of his actual stuff. Eh. I can say that for all of Drake's music. That's how I feel. Like anything that's just Drake on a song, I'm not, I don't like. Scorpion, I, don't, I can't think of it. Scorpion's I can't think of though. any song that just has Drake on it that I'm a huge fan of. Like, I yeah. like when he's featured or he has people on that, that feature. Because no even thing. like even like one dance. I was gonna mention like one dance, but I guess with kid that, and yeah, you have yeah. Like so he doesn't have like any song too. that I really like from Drake. Maybe head, his headlines just Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might Let's be see what Google ones. says. I'm like, I'll headlines? wait for someone to actually worst behavior. It looks know. like it's just him. So okay, so headlines is the one Drake song I like that's just Drake. That I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know. You know, I'm like, I'm not a huge Drake fan, but like, I do like his music. I just, mm. you know, but yeah. See, what, that's an artist that's like huge. What if Drake ended up becoming the real life Thanos? I could see it. He doesn't know his, he doesn't crazy, know his crazy stuff. Full circle, baby. He's got, wow, wait, dude, let's yeah, wait. Definitely. What, 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 uh, what infinity stones does he, he's got Dominican. <laughs> No, 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 not black. He's got he's, he's Jamaican, Jamaican, Canadian, Jamaican, Canadian. Yeah. He's got Jamaican, Canadian, Puerto Rican, not Dominican, Puerto Rican. I mean, also, since he's Canadian, he could probably claim a little bit of French, right? French. Jewish too. He's Jewish. Jewish. He's black. Yeah. And black. Black. French. Oh my God. Oh, Thanos. Yeah. Drake has all six Infinity Stones. <laughs> yeah, he has the the six diversity stones. He just collects this. He just collects people's flows, and he just turns them into stones. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I see you, Cardi. He's rapping like I'm Drake Cardi. I'm Cardi. I'm Drake Boy. <laughs> rapping like pop. He's like I like your accent. People once. I think I'm gonna take somebody it. Somebody stole it. Yeah. That song Hater. Saturn Bars Popcon uh, featuring the or Gorillas featuring the Popcon is such Dude, a good song. Popcon. I have no one song from Popcon. Is it like is it Saturn Bars Gorillas no, featuring it's, Popcon? Um, oh, okay. It's, we we <laughs> Wait, never. Isn't that also featuring a uh, Pusha T? Yeah. Okay. That's on fucking yeah. rules, dude. The song I know is called We Never Feared Them. Them being D-E-M. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And it's a it's a popcon song. When you yeah, mentioned we that... never fear Democrats. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's not we do fear Democrats. <laughs> we fear all politics. Um so I just want to go back to Vlad mentioned random excess memories. And mm. I have such I already love like Daft Punk for me is like they're like in the pantheon of like musical people that cannot be touched. That's like Cause you can never say this is the best, you know, artist of all time. Right. Like you, right. It's, it's so hard to say that, but they're up there. They're like, they're up there with like, 
Ice JJ Fish would. I miss them. Disagree with and like they're, they're so up there with. What's going on? (laughs) Tanner and I were just talking about it, I think yesterday or or a couple days ago, about how we miss Daft Punk. I was in in Korea and the the apartment I stayed in had a record player that had a bunch of records. And I was like, random excess memories, ram, put that shit on. And just no matter the time of the day, no matter what mood you're in, I think you can pull something out of any song and be like, oh man, this like. And, and even song to song, you can pull something out of it that's like, man, mm-hmm. this like hits me. Like that's like, there's a song I can't think of the name of it, but like, it's it the good? robots singing. Like, oh my god, that's just beautiful. It's because it's always they always have other vocalists. <laughs> I think on it's their called. Um, oh man, I don't want to miss. And it. it's the robots singing, and I'm just like, I think it's I'm called think, Destiny. Like talking about it right now, I'm getting chills because it's just so. It's like. Something about like their little like sad robot voices. It reminds me of Wally. No, I think it's called Beyond. I think Beyond. It's just so good. But yeah, I just want to talk about random access memories because that's that just man. There's something about that. Just I have such a special place in my heart for that album. But the song's called Within. Within the one that's super slow. This. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. That should be our outro music. It can give me. (laughs) It can give me to cry. Yeah, just that super slow. I'm already. That's yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah, Tanner, what's your Mount Rushmore? Oh, oh, um, I, I'll go <laughs> album. I'll go album. <laughs> oh no, I'll go album. In no particular order, I will say, and I know I'm gonna get shit for it. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. So my my thing with us crapping on Tanner for the Beatles or just not liking the Beatles, I I respect what they did and I acknowledge what they did to music in general. I'm just not the biggest fan of their sound albeit there are some Beatles songs that play and I'm just like, wow, that's like, I really enjoy this and it gets you in a certain mood. But They have incredible songwriting. They have yeah. incredible... But a it's, big it's, issue... Right, put is some that, respect! So like a big issue is I'm one of those pricks that because so many people are talking about something and this is after I already talked about Awaken My Love and Hotel <laughs> California and Rent, like, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. <laughs> but like, just because people are overhyping and over-talking how great something is, sometimes that makes me want to experience it less. And so growing up, like just me being as like being a kid, I would always hear about the Beatles because they're like, you know, one of the greatest of all time on so many people's different personal lists. And I think that's why I've chosen to not like delve into their stuff. Because a great example, like Sgt. Pepper's, I haven't heard all of that. I haven't heard most of it. So I guess, I don't know. I still acknowledge them. As, I've gotten to just an to like age mentioned because we crap on Tanner for like I've years. gotten to an age where I'm starting to like it more because I'm getting like I used to be the type of person that was like music has to have like this meaning and every single mm-hmm. thing needs to make sense and then I've gotten to a point where like I'm starting to appreciate music that's just made to sound away and mm. I think a lot of the Beatles music it's it's kind of like they didn't have a lot to make a lot of um you know, material to make, right? But they wanted to keep making music. So some of it is nonsense. No. And yeah. when I was younger, I would just hated that. And That's now 100% I'm, starting to, mood. I'm starting to appreciate it more. It might just be me, like maybe I always have because I've always been into music and and you know, I started playing music at a young age. So it's just kind of been in my brain and my head for a while. But like, yeah, all of their stuff, I listen to it more sonically. Little do I ever actually listen to the lyrics in a Beatles song? Truly any song. I'm not There's some like, of them that are great. Like, yeah, yesterday. I don't I'm, not, I'm not a huge, like, that's why, like, I like Jesus is King when a lot of people don't because I listen to it sonically and I'm like, yo, 
that's a beautiful sounding album but mm. yeah if you're listening to the lyrics it might not be like even even as a religious album some of the lyrics are just like what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> um but just like yeah so that's something but also to be honest i did not know the beatles were like as big of a thing that they are until i was like 14 or 15 that was just my i had like I think it was my sister had like two or three Beatles, just like CDs. And that was just what I listened to. And when I listened to it, I was like, yo, this shit's good. And I just really liked it. And then it wasn't until, honestly, it wasn't until the Beatles went to iTunes. And I remember being like, oh shit, people like know about the Beatles. Like I, not like (laughs) me on some like indie hipster shit, just genuinely was like, oh wow. Like I did not realize that like the Beatles are as big as they actually are. Like damn bro, all of a sudden everybody's Beatles fans. That's happened. (laughs) That happened to me with Kanye. Yeah, I I feel the same thing. Yeah, for Kanye, my introduction to him was a guy on like American Idol that was like one of the finalists. I'm sure this is easy to like go and Google or YouTube it up. Um, he did a, co- a, a cover of um, Strong, or not Strong, or oh. Heartless of Heartless. I remember that. But he, he sang it super like indie and almost reggae vibes. And this this is gonna, I can't wait to get flack for this. I was just a kid and um, my mom was talking about this guy performing the song and he, and she's like, oh yeah, it's the guy who did the Kanye song. And that's all I heard. And I had never heard his name before. So because of the style that the song was performed, I was like, oh, cool. Kanye is like a culture. Like, it's probably like, mm. it's like, a, like you know, it's it's a, like Ethiopian. It's a Somali. That makes it's sense, like actually. Kanye song. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I wonder like where, you know, this culture comes from. And then I was like, oh no, it's just a dude. And then, and then that was it. And that's, that was my- The way, ch- like the way children's minds work, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh cool, Kanye, I wonder where they're from. And then it was just a guy. Although like hats off to you being like a kid, being like, I want to learn about cultures. Like, yeah, that's, that's sick. That's actually tight as fuck. I was like, that song's sweet. And then <laughs> I heard the original and I was like- Like it's not, it's not just different. like, ooh, I like that song. I want to know about that. It's like, ooh, I like that song. Let me learn about the culture. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually tight as hell. Uh, what the fuck was someone breaking in your house, Tanner? I told you if somebody dies on on oh, that legit podcast, like gunshots outside of my door. Oh, I didn't even hear it. So, so anyway, well, there's nothing we can do. But is you that know. your Mount Rushmore, Tanner? Are you? No, no he's I'm only mentioned one. Album. To being I'm he's sorry, only gotten one in. Just just list them off before we mention anything. Okay, Sergeant it's Peppers. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. You're the man by Marvin Gaye. It's honestly a toss up between Because the Internet and Awaken My Love. Sure um which would you pick most? right now which would you rather listen to in this moment uh because the internet that's what i would wicked my love's a better album but because the internet probably has more like nostalgia oh without a doubt and then your fourth um honestly give me shit Face about red? it fucking uh beale street could talk um oh uh, the score dude that sounds like gunfire i heard that one yeah yeah let me just like check on this real quick don't get on shot the distance Dude, I'm like not gonna lie. I think it's my neighbors directly above me. I might need to like. <laughs> I just keep hearing the pop, but then upstairs, I just keep hearing like banging and running and and voices. All right, y'all. That's indistinct chatter. I'm Tanner. I'm Vlad. I'm Austin. I'm Griffin. Thanks for watching. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Four. Wait, Vlad, do the that. Disney DVD thing. I'm just supposed to do it. Yes. I don't have it memorized. I have to type it out.
Why don't you?